Welcome to the Preparing HR for Tomorrow audio series, where we discuss hot topics to help you solve HR challenges. My name is Elizabeth Yates, and I'm in PwC's Workforce Transformation Practice, where I focus on HR transformation in all things HR in the organization. I'll be your host for today. With me today, I have Adam Gerstein. Adam, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Absolutely. Thanks, Elizabeth. My name is Adam Gerstein, also in Workforce Transformation. I focus on employee experience and helping our clients and other organizations put people at the center of everything they do and build better experiences for their employees, for their customers, and for their stakeholders. Well, today I know we're going to be talking about what the workforce wants now. And and I know there's been so much going on in the market with what's going on from a recession perspective. We have all the geopolitical conflicts. And yet we're still seeing some sort of interesting things in the workplace as we get some of the jobs analysis and stuff. So what I was kind of wanting to talk to you about is as we are coming out of the pandemic, what do you see the market is telling us and how do you see employees and what they're asking for and what are they feeling? Yeah, I think employees are feeling a strong sense of trust in their employer. And they're also looking for their employers to do and play a greater role in their lives. Employers are now one of the most trusted institutions in an employee's life. And so I think employees are looking for different things from their employers and they're looking for meaning, broadly speaking, from their work. So it's not just big P purpose that we talk about. I think people are looking for personal meaning and fulfillment from the work that they're doing. And I think that's a big trend that's started even before the pandemic. And I think we're seeing continue as we head into another year of uncertainty. No, Adam, it's really interesting that you say that. I recently was speaking with a group of executives for private organizations, and they were all from somewhere between mid-market to actually larger organizations. And they were even talking about how coming out of the pandemic, their employees are looking for connection. And we had some really great conversations around what does connection mean, both from a how do I connect to my organization? How do I connect to the individuals? Do you want to talk a little bit about what you're seeing and what employees are looking for in that sense of connection to their employer? I think employees really are seeking three types of connections. I think they're seeking a connection first and foremost with their company. And I think that companies have done a very good job laying out a whole host of options for employees and ways that they can connect and stay connected. I think they're also looking for connection from their peers. So when we talk about social connection and when we talk about well-being overall, that connection is important and it can come in a hybrid environment. It can come on the front lines. It can come in a variety of different forms, but that peer-to-peer connection has been and always will be something that I think employees really enjoy and get meaning from, from the workplace. I think they're also seeking a connection to impact in society. So when we talk about stakeholder impact and we talk about trust that organizations are trying to create in business and society, This is one of the most important areas of connection that we can do a better job reinforcing the connection that employees feel with the outside world and the community around them. I would totally agree. You know, what I find interesting too, for the last couple of years, we've heard so much about the great resignation. Mm -hmm. And now it seems, you know, the tides are shifting. We are seeing some tighter times. We're seeing some things reflecting to recession. That's what most folks and organizations are planning on in the spring. So what's changed and what is the workforce telling us now as some of these tides are shifting? I think it's a great question, Elizabeth. I think that, you know, having been focused on employee experience for the better part of my career, I think there are four things that employees are really looking for right now. The first, and we've touched on this a little bit, is meaningful work. 
Am I getting the opportunities that I want to grow my career? And does my career make a difference to me and to society? It used to be that people worked for pay and then people worked for like sort of pay and purpose. I think what we'll hear in all of this, those pay and purpose are really important. I think we're going to hear more people talking about the importance of meaning, meaningful work as they describe it on their terms. So personalization there of purpose, I think, is the way that we might want to reinforce that. The second area is inclusive culture. People want to be seen. They want to be heard. They want to be respected. And as we talk about different types of work, whether it's hybrid, fully remote, fully on site, and the different kinds of workplaces and workspaces, one of the things that was interesting coming out of the pandemic is if you look at some of the feedback from women and people of color, one of the reasons why hybrid work or even fully remote work was an appealing option and still remains so is that they didn't have to deal with as much microaggressions on the commute or in the workplace. And these are really interesting learnings that I think force some important conversations. So a culture that really understands what leadership behavior looks like, understands the different pains and gains and motivations of its people, all of that helps create connection and belonging. And that's what I think when we talk about inclusive culture, we're talking about. The third thing, and this is an area that really connects all of this and is why it's so important, is an adaptive ecosystem that provides consumer-grade technology, systems that kind of anticipate people's needs, that grows with them and allows them to work anytime, from anywhere, on any device. And the question that employees are asking is, does this place make it easy for me to get great work done? And that's what adaptive ecosystem is about getting great work done when I'm working and then making sure that when I'm able to do some stuff on the fly, that I've got an ecosystem that moves with me that's consumer grade and fits the rest of my lifestyle. The fourth, which I think is the most important as we have these kinds of conversations, is an emphasis on well-being and beyond just total comp and total rewards. I think when you think about physical, emotional, financial, and social well-being, these are areas that are absolutely vital for the rest of this system to thrive. And I think one of the things that I'm so proud of with the work that we're doing right now is that we are looking at each of these four dimensions so that we can create personalized employee experiences that provide people with the opportunities they need to grow and develop in their career. And I think that that's something that it's a silver lining that came out of the pandemic is a deeper appreciation for employee insights. Those are all great points and really focused on what employees are looking for. But as we are shifting to tougher market conditions, and we're already seeing some very large employers, some in the tech sector, which in this generation of workers, maybe they haven't seen some downshifts, we're already seeing some reductions in force. Given that, and with some of the tide shifting, is employee experience still as important? Is it something employers should still be as worried about? Absolutely. I think that one of the things that when we work with clients is front and center is that employee experience is important in good times and it's important in challenging conditions. And the circumstances that you're talking about right now and describing is why so many employees are thinking about the end-to-end -end employee journey. So whether the employee is staying with an organization or they're going to become an alumni of the organization, it's really important to make sure that they're treated with respect, that the people who are going to be continuing the journey with the organization are supported that they understand what the vision is, that they can commit and recommit just as much to the organization as they did prior to, say, layoffs being announced. Because it's not just one organization. It's a big ecosystem where people definitely are influenced by what's happening in one organization, how their people are being treated. And I think we see this in some of the coverage. 
employers are being looked upon and covered differently in the media for how they treat people. And as consumers, we're much more likely to buy from companies and it's becoming more important as we go through this. Consumers are going to buy from companies that treat their people well. And that's something that goes into purchasing decisions, even in these inflationary times. I would agree. I've been in consulting for 25 years and have seen the ships and the tides go through. And one thing I like to think about is it's really around how does your organization have trust and how do your people have trust in you? You know, Adam, you bring up a really good point. As we think about the individuals and the employees that are continuing the journey, what are the important points that employers should be thinking about there? So I think there are a few things, Elizabeth, that people should really be leaders, but everybody involved in the enterprise should be thinking about. The first is empathy. This, for many people, is a really challenging time. And some people haven't been through this, especially in some of the industries that you mentioned. So I think, one, remembering people's humanity, treating people with respect and dignity, very important. I think the second thing is really focusing, as I said earlier, employee experience is something that matters in good times and challenging conditions. You really show who you are in a crisis. And for many, this is, it's a crisis. It's a crisis on the employee side from the perspective of what does it mean for me to come to work here every day? Is another shoe going to drop? Am I next? And I think that what leaders really need to do to sort of strengthen and build trust in the future is to spend some time engaging with their employees making time to communicate, to connect formally and informally, to keep that stream of communications going so that people really understand, here's why, this is the context, here's what we're doing about it, here's what you can expect next, and just repeating those three steps at every point in the process. Because this is a journey overall in the life cycle of an organization, and it's an individual journey as well. And people will be on that journey and come off that journey at different points for different reasons. Yeah, Adam, I really love how you rephrase that to continuing on. I think that that's a really positive way to see the journey. Shifting to the people side, what can individuals do to differentiate themselves, both with current and potential employers? Lean in to who you are. Show your humanity. I think that what we're seeing and what I think we're feeling is that people are much more impacted by the stories that we're telling. We've been much more open We've started to share things that I think are the things that are important to us. You can't expect people and tell people to bring their whole self to work and have people checking parts of themselves at the door. And unfortunately, I think that's something that as we talk about return to office, as we talk about hybrid, these are the things that really need to be addressed. People know what their why is in many cases. I think we've done a really good job answering what's our personal why organizations have spent a lot of time and money thinking about what their why is. And I think the next step for all of us is to really say, how can we advance in the shared enterprise together? Think words like mutuality, respect, terms like treat me like an adult, give me the information that I need to do my job, but also the information I need to sort of advance my career. People take their work very seriously and there's a lot of dignity in a lot of what we hear. And I think that employers need to understand that that's what people are looking for. It's not necessarily mandatory overtime. It's actually, what can I do to create opportunity for myself and for my family? And how can I support them? That's fantastic. Adam, I love your passion around this topic and I learn so much every time we speak. That's our show for today. For more information, visit pwc.com. 
where you can explore additional topics in the Preparing HR for Tomorrow series. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is brought to you by PwC All Rights Reserved. PwC refers to the U.S. member firm or one of its subsidiaries or affiliates and may sometimes refer to the PwC network. Each member firm is a separate legal entity. Please see www.pwc.com structure for further details. This podcast is for general information purposes only and should not be used as a substitute for consultation with professional advisors.